2: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round.
4: We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, he was on roadie. And uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant and Pepper.
2: Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
2: Welcome, everybody. Wednesday
5: edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show kicks off right now. Appreciate you rolling with us. Um, We have a very stacked show today. No surprise. It's going to be getting very busy day in and day out as we enter this presidential election uh cycle. Also, uh, some interesting polling out that we can get to in a moment. 18 percent. This is from Gallup. 18 percent of Americans are satisfied with the state of the nation now you might say well are people always a little curmudgeonly and salty about the state of the nation well it's usually about 35 percent of people are satisfied so that's a substantial drop hmm you mean joe biden and the lunatic communists around him are doing things that make people less prosperous safe happy and sane yes we tell you about this we can come back to it though in a second obviously the uh, house about to uh vote on the debt limit bill I don't has that happened just quite yet I think it's any it's gonna be happening shortly here so we'll check the latest on that um Ron DeSantis kicked off his campaign with a stop in Iowa the Trump DeSantis throwdown is uh getting shall we say more heated more interesting uh Donald Trump also those of you who are very online, as in spend time on Twitter, uh, probably saw, and some of you might have even seen it on Facebook or other places. Uh, Trump had some comments about his former press secretary, uh, Kaylee McEnany, who's a friend of mine, a friend of Clay's. Um, we will, uh, discuss what, uh, the former president's truth social post was all about. That'll be coming up. Uh, there's some interest, a lot of interesting stuff, even I think interesting stuff going on in the sports world right now uh, with the Dodgers and now a Toronto Blue Jays player making the requisite I'm sorry I offended the wokeness hostage video uh Clay will lay some of that out for uh, some of that out for us we've got a, a political development that I want to dive into here in a second but first Clay I don't know how many of you remember the movie road trip but there's a whole scene with what was that comedian's name? on um, where he says uh is was it was it Tom Green is that right Tom Green and he he says he's going to unleash the fury <laughs> Clay just got a Clay just put out a tweet and I was like Clay are you unleashing the fury with a tweet about something happening at ESPN what happened Clay what's going on and we can re- we want to return to this in a little a little later too.
0: Yeah next hour I'm going to dive into this in a big way but tomorrow is Pride Month and you all know that, <laughs> I mean, it is the gayest day of the year, and that's not meant as an insult. June 1st is the gayest day of the year where everybody is bedecked in pride flags, and uh, and it is impossible to mistake uh, the entire month. Many people have pointed out that we get one day to celebrate those who have died serving our country. We get a full month to celebrate gay people uh that obviously always happens with memorial day coming in close consult with june 1st so uh esp so there's evident. i had to do research on this buck and i don't know if you are aware of this traditionally the pride flag is just a rainbow right yes Uh, because the rainbow in theory would represent all colors they have now modified the rainbow because the rainbow was not inclusive enough. And they now have like some sort of, uh, like arrow that it's is a, a trans flag.
5: Of- trans it's flag. Tr- what they consider yeah. to be the trans flag. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I study leftism constantly. I know they've changed this one, but isn't it fascinating? Cause isn't the whole point of the rainbow that it is all the colors, literally it is everything. The whole point. The whole point is that it's supposed to be everything. Yeah,
0: there literally could not be anyone not incorporated in the rainbow flag, which was the entire purpose of the rainbow, which now has been taken over by gay people. Uh, I I don't this. This happened in conversation recently. One of my kids said, uh, you know, every time I see an actual rainbow, I think now about the gay pride flag because the gay community has so taken (laughs) over the rainbow.
5: You haven't, though, unleashed the fury, so to speak, on Twitter by breaking some news and then seeing all the reaction to it. What's going on?
0: So this year, ESPN is not just raising the gay flag. I am told this is the first year that they will be raising the transgender gay flag. Now, some of you out there may say, okay, what's the significance here? ESPN right now is foremost in advocating for men who identify as women to be able to participate in women's athletics. And in fact, ESPN ran, and I believe we played it on this show, an advertisement buck calling Leah Thomas one of the women's sports heroes of the year. This is a dude who was around the 400th best college men's swimmer who became the best women's swimmer in, I believe, the 500 meter, if I remember correctly, set the NCAA championship uh, this past yeah. March. So they have had a few brave people who have spoken out. Sam Ponder, who some of you may know, Sage Steele, uh, two women have come out and said, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to allow this to happen anymore without speaking out on it. So this feels, Buck, like a direct shot back at those women. Sam Ponder was called a bigot by USA Today for advocating for women's sports to only be a part of women. So they are now having a public flag raising of the transgender flag over the Bristol, Connecticut campus of ESPN as many of their female employees who are speaking out are being called bigots and transphobes. And so this feels like a direct corporate shot at those employees who are speaking out on behalf of women's athletics.
5: It it strikes me, Clay, that It is entirely now, because of a Supreme Court decision some years ago, legal to burn the American flag as a form of speech. But I have seen numerous stories recently of people not even necessarily damaging a flag, but let's say, wasn't there someone who I think left tire skid marks on a pride mural or something in the street? And that's a hate crime. But burning a so if you burn a pride flag if you own the flag that is criminal but if you burn an American flag that is protected speech. Do I have that right? Because that's the way it seems.
0: I I think it has not gone to the Supreme Court and so there are states that are prosecuting to but your, so, so your. I'm correct. saying right
5: now there are yes. places where you could so you can be prosecuted for burning. A, I just want everyone to be clear on this because there are cases people are prosecuted for burning a pride flag. You will not be prosecuted for burning an American flag. In fact, the left will tell you that's the highest form of patriotism.
0: Yeah, and and I think, and our staff can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe, and this sounds like a a made-up hypothetical story that would be in a law school exam, I believe a homeless man, they are now called unhoused
5: people, Yes, I know, they've changed the term again, yeah.
0: Yeah, homeless man used a gay pride flag to wipe his bottom, um and was charged with a crime in New York City for doing so. That's right. Hate crime. Yeah. Um, And so uh, I I suspect, Buck, this will go all the way to the Supreme Court. And I am such a free speech absolutist, and I understand some of you are going to disagree with this. I actually think you should be able to burn the American flag. I disagree with it. I don't support it in any way. I want to be clear. But
5: then should you be able to burn a pride flag?
0: 100%. That's what I'm saying. I think this would go all the way to the Supreme Court because it is – a form of political commentary, whether yeah. you agree with it or not, the logic and consistency there would require that these statutes well, which seek to punish people for doing so are unconstitutional. Well, this is opinion. why
5: hate crime laws are a slippery slope. There are crimes, right? There are crimes that people should be punished for. The notion that there are things where you could be punished for action that is otherwise entirely legal because it offends certain people. no. I I disagree with that. There are cases even in, uh, I remember, I actually actually did my uh, college thesis 20 years ago now on uh, campus speech codes and the various ways. Now, I know this is private institutions, but they would find ways to punish, um, and they would use criminal law as the basis for it, to punish people for doing things that would be entirely protected under all circumstances, except the wrong feelings are hurt, and then all of a sudden there has to be action. So I think that's an interesting side component of this debate we've kind of gotten deeper into this now than we had anticipated so we'll have to hold some of the political discussion about the uh the primary for for a few minutes um but clay can you tell me about this uh this do we i think we have it right the blue here we go blue jays pitcher anthony bass apologized for a posting a video endorsing boycotts of places like target and bud light Play five.
4: I recognized yesterday, uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine, and I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday, and I apologized with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue
5: Jays resources to better educate myself. Oh, better God. Better yeah, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Honestly, I can't. I'm using the resources. Well, it's just pathetic. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go into the re-education camp where my transgressions will result in struggle sessions. Give me a break, Clay. Like, I mean, this is, this is why we actually need, you know, you, you need to take action. You need to speak out because otherwise this happens to everybody.
0: Well and and by the way the groveling doesn't work because a toronto newspaper columnist has already demanded that this guy be fired of course right because even when you throw yourself prostrate on the uh, apology uh, olympics here the to to yeah. try to apologize for things that you actually believe that managed in some way to upset someone it isn't actually uh, it isn't actually possible to do so.
5: In Solzhenitsyn's Gulag Archipelago, there's a really haunting, there are some haunting passages really where he gets into your initial arrest on your way to being sent to the Gulag and the apparatus functionaries who would be there, you know, interrogating you, torturing you, and everything else. They knew you were innocent, but they wanted you to give a confession just because then that made the process of completely destroying you even easier and they would get more and more frustrated the longer you held out on that confession but the point is confessing did nothing for you like they would say just confess and we'll make it stop just confess no when you confess then they send you to the gulag for 10 or 20 years and your you know the chance of survival is very very slim that's the way it is to to bend the knee to the woke mob it's not like your confession results in some uh, better treatment for you your confession merely becomes admission of you being a bad person that needs to be punished further. So there's never any point in it. And that's why this guy, I feel, look, he's a pitcher. Is he a very good pitcher? I have no idea. Is he a good player? I I, don't know. You
0: know what, Buck? I, I, this is one of those things where I know a lot about the Atlanta Braves, my chosen uh, favorite team. I know baseball uh clay the, the baseball blue- fans you put me on blast here for being inadequately knowledgeable about the toronto blue jays roster uh many of you out there yeah. may be toronto okay. blue jay roster experts i am not for,
5: for the baseball fans in the audience trust me if this guy was a second string tight end playing in the sec 20 years ago clay would te- <laughs> clay would tell you what his class schedule was but okay blue true. jays yes yeah so anyway, but this guy apologizes and what does he get for it? Nothing. But it's, it's fascinating. This is now when people are starting to say, maybe we should step up. Remember, this is for Bud Light. He, he yeah. shared, I think he shared or liked a video. It wasn't even him talking about endorse. I mean, uh, boycotting Bud Light and boycotting Target. But because he liked that action, which remember in the Target situation, it's for making bathing suits that hide men's penises yes. that are supposed to be yes. women's bathing suits. Okay.
0: That's really what, what apologizing we're apologizing for.
5: Right, I mean, that's what he, the thing. Like, what have you done that's so transgressive? So, uh, the, the I just, it's the groveling. I hate when they make people do this. I hate when they make people do this. But it's it's, a, it's not about him, I would just know. Has Clay. anyone ever groveled
0: for a left-wing opinion?
5: Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean... There have pro, I mean, I'm sure we could find some people who didn't say the right thing and the left came after them.
0: No, no. I but. mean, for having too far left wing of an opinion. Not like no. I misspoke and like said something and people were mad at me. I mean, like you said the most outlandish far left wing thing imaginable. I can't recall anyone ever being
5: required to apologize for that. No, I, I, I can't either. I think they always leave space for that, but there's also maybe a lesson here, which is that Our side gets distracted fighting with each other or trying to placate the other side. Their side has an amazing and consistent focus on destroying the country. So there's something to be learned. Something (laughs) to learn. Never
0: apologize, period. Not if you sometimes misspeak. We might say something stupid on this show. Trust us. Uh, I'm sure you probably think we do it all the time. But apology for misspeaking is different than apologizing for what you actually believe in. You should never do the latter.
5: We have an announcement about somebody, not like we're, now, just to be clear, we're not announcing it, but there is an announcement out there about somebody else who is entering the uh, presidential contest here on, on the uh, Republican side. Uh, we shall discuss that and a whole lot more here coming up in a second. You know, online data breaches happen so often these days, they don't get reported very much. Yesterday, we told you about a medical services company that suffered a data breach which potentially compromised millions of Americans. The actual breach happened two and a half months ago, but we didn't hear anything about it. Cyber hackers got names, social security numbers, birthday, medical information, all kinds of stuff. And if exploited, those cyber criminals can use that easily to commit identity theft against people like you. And that's the point. You're not going to know when these online criminals act upon this, pretending to be you online. So you have to protect yourself. And the best protection comes from LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock has an online system that detects problems and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work with you to fix it. That service alone will protect your time in terms of having to spend countless hours sorting it out. I've worked with a LifeLock restoration specialist before. Let me tell you, you really want them to have your back. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now, save 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to lifelock.com and use promo code BUCK. That's promo code B-U-C-K for 25% off.
0: Truth seeking. Reality telling. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
5: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com.
1: Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions
0: apply. See website for details.
1: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
4: Skip.
1: tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
4: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the
1: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast Finding Matt Drudge,
0: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck teased it. Uh We will react to this a little bit more, but we want to give you the news. The number of Republicans who are running for president continues to grow. Chris Christie is reportedly going to announce. What's the date? Next week, Buck? Officially yeah. Wednesday. Next one, Wednesday of next week, Chris Christie is going to officially announce and enter the race. We, of course, will invite him to come on this program as we've invited virtually anyone who has uh, announced for the presidency so far. This buck, and we'll talk about this when we come back, because I think it is kind of significant. This would be the first person, other than DeSantis, who might be willing to challenge Trump. Now, I don't think Chris Christie has a chance to be the nominee, but do you agree with that? Based on the way things are going so far, maybe Mike Pence is going to enter, but Christie would be the first person other than DeSantis to be able to go toe to toe at least
5: after. So, it. so here's what I think. I think I think Chris Christie is on a political kamikaze mission, and his only his only goal. It's interesting, right? DeSantis is out there talking about why he thinks he would do a great job. Everyone other than Trump is pretty much attacking DeSantis. Tim Scott's not really attacking anybody. He's just sort of telling inspiring story about himself and about America. But, you know, other candidate. Anyway, we'll come back into this. Christie just wants to get into settle scores with Trump, I think. That's what you're looking to see.
0: He might try to do to Trump what he did to Marco Rubio, which if those of you who remember in 2016, we will discuss. In the meantime, you don't want to be like the Biden administration. Low testicular energy low testosterone in general. If you want to make sure and have as much vim, vigor and vitality as you possibly could, you want to go and join Chalk's Mel Vitality stack. They will get you hooked up all natural testosterone. You know it's down 50% over the last 50 years. Why not go ahead and get your testosterone levels back up and get hooked up in the process with 35% off your subscription. For the life of your deal. Here's how you do it. Go to the website chalk.com. Use my name Clay in your purchase process. That's C-H-O-Q.com. My name Clay for 35% off.
5: I don't know how many of you had a show that you uh, really remember very fondly uh, growing up in your teenage years. I think it's, I think depending on what generation you are, I don't know. For some of you, it might be uh, Happy Days. For Clay, it's probably M.A.S.H., you know, because he was a teenager when Mash was here. <laughs> and you're, you know, your your insistence, by the way, based on three years of difference. I know. I'm the
0: sa- I'm, am I the same age as your my, older brother? Yeah,
5: you're the same age as my older brother. Well, what I think is great though is that people are just like, "Hey, you got to lay off Clay." Like, so he's a little bit older.
0: <laughs> uh, we were out to dinner the other day. People don't realize this, and and uh, and they were like. Uh, Somehow our ages came up, and they they said, uh, "Buck, we, you look you look really young for your age," <laughs> which implies to me that I look super old
5: for my age too. I gotta tell you, and we're three years apart. Clay, Clay and I, Clay and I could have been on the same like high school athletics team. He could have been Correct. hazing me. That's a good point in, in the yeah, locker room. You've been a freshman but when I was yeah. a senior. Yep, yep, we could have been on the same high school team. But I do I love this joke because occasionally people kind of miss the joke, and they're just like, "Hey, hey, lay off," you know, Clay's. You know, it's like it's like Clay's uh anyway. You I haven't
0: just, been through the war of 3 kids yet. Yeah, They'll no. age you. They will age yeah. you. Uh, I, I mean uh, the lack of sleep for about 20 straight years or whatever it is, 16 straight years of having kids. Now that um, we're
5: all grown up, you know. My mom who had four, she always says she she if she could go back, she would have eight. You know, I'm always like, "Well, is that cuz you've is that cuz the four have all grown up and you're now in grandma mode, you know?" So it's I would, you know, I would keep
0: having them. Uh we had katie who you've met has been with us for almost nine years now and initially she was in charge of taking care of all the kids buck now she's kind of in charge of me and she's having a baby and so i feel like we're having uh another baby coming into the household and i'm excited about it because i would keep having so i'm encouraging you and carrie however many kids you want add one
5: yeah and one day i'll i'll tell stories of i actually had an english nanny growing up and she would walk around and she would just uh she, she would get furious. She'd be like, did you take my keys? Did did I did we take her keys? And she had always had them on a little necklace around her neck, but we could never get her. She always thought I was, ta- I was like five. I'm like, I didn't take your keys, lady, I swear. Anyway, uh, she was very Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, actually, Mrs. Doubtfire. We look at this differently now, the whole Mrs. Doubtfire situation. One of the biggest movies of the 90s, actually. You know that? Oh, it um, would but- be
0: totally unacceptable. Although, I made that argument, and then people said, you know, Medea... Might be the one that protects Mrs. Doubtfire because right. Uh, if you cancel Tyler Mrs. Doubtfire, Perry. you have
5: to cancel Medea. So how we got on this? Uh, other, other than <laughs> other than the silly stuff, uh, it was. I remember I grew up, uh, and and the, the shows that had the most impact on my on my formative you know teenage years would be Beverly Hills 90210. Maybe this explains a lot of my worldview and Saved by the Bell, right? So Beverly Hills 90210 and say both both said in California, which is interesting to me now. What I always say, I grew up thinking California was the promised land that I would move to someday yeah. when I was older. Um But for a lot of people, it was, it was Dawson's Creek, which I watched a little bit of, and this is what got me thinking about this. How many of you remember the show Dawson's Creek, guys it. and girls? For, I I liked it too. Forty five and under, I think would would you know be probably Dawson's Creek. uh You know from I don't know what the, what the age limit would be. Point being. James Vanderbeek, who played Dawson in Dawson's Creek. I haven't I haven't seen him in public in a very long time. I don't know what the guy's been up to. You know, he hopefully he's doing great, you know, selling insurance out in Scottsdale or something. I have no idea what he's doing. But here he is pointing out that the DNC is just in this all out shutdown mode. He says no debate, no democracy. And that's an interesting point. Play eight cannot
4: get over the fact that the Democratic National Committee is saying there will not be a debate to decide the nominee for president. Are you f- kidding me? There's no debate. There's no debate over an 80-year-old man who, if he lives, will be the oldest sitting president in the history of the country. And if he doesn't live has a vice president whose approval rating is worse than his, how do we have a government? How do we have a democracy if we're letting... A small little back room of people make all the important decisions for us. That's not a democracy. And it doesn't work. Because y'all have been wrong about a lot these last couple of years in that back room. No debate, no democracy.
5: Dawson's Creek for the Wind, Clay. Pointing something out here. Democrats aren't allowed to even talk about the fact that Biden's so old it's preposterous.
0: I talked about this on Fox News, and I never would have believed that this would be the case that we would be reacting to James Vanderbeek, aka uh, Dawson Leary, aka Varsity Blues Johnny Moxon, one of the all time great high school sports movies. High school movies, maybe, period. He was phenomenal in that as a Texas high school uh, quarterback legend. Um, But, Buck, he also said Biden's got dementia. Uh, it, as a part of this, and it's fascinating to me that that Dawson Leary, uh, uh, James Vanderbeek is more insightful on the DNC process than anyone on MSNBC or CNN has been so far throughout the primary is, season.
5: Isn't basic honesty a fascinating thing when it's yes. been swept away for so long? There's not a single Democrat who could make a case that Joe Biden is not. Beyond the senior moments that would raise questions about this, not a single one. Yeah, and yet they all go along with this. It really does feel like um, a a mass formation or mass formation psychosis. It feels like everybody on the Democrat side has to go along with this craziness that they don't believe in. And then that brings me to this. I got to look. I got to say, another friend. You know, we talked about Kaylee before. Another friend of the show, Bill O'Reilly. Right. I yeah. I remember watching. Uh, you know, back back. God, back when I was in college and, and afterwards watching Bill at 8 p.m. on Fox for many years. Um, talented broadcaster. Uh, You know, and he's been on the show a few times talking about his books. And you will recall, he got one thing totally right. He came on and he said, well, Buck is a brilliant guy and a genius, but he's... And then he got the thing wrong when he said, but he's totally wrong about Biden being the nominee. Now, Biden has announced. So in my head, I was thinking, look, I don't want to be that guy that says, ha-ha, I got this right. But I was thinking to myself... Well, haha, Bill, I got this one right. I want to be clear. Bill, we got him here. Bill is still sticking with the prediction, everybody. And I, I admire the, the gumption. Is that the right word? Is that the, that that's a right, great right. word. Thank yes, you. that's Thank the right you. one. I admire the gumption here. He still believes at this point, Biden will not be the nominee. Play nine. The problems that we are facing now, particularly with this axis of evil
0: are very, very worrisome. And the open border, as I said, oh boy, it's going to lead to real, real trouble. And he does not have control, Biden, of the federal branch of government, the executive branch. He just doesn't have control of it. He will not run again. I, sticking by
5: my prediction, he will not be the Democratic nominee. Can I, can I, what's, what's your sense of this one?
0: So I, I understand the argument of why Biden's not going to be the nominee. Here's the challenge. Maybe we need to get Bill O'Reilly on to work yeah, through wait, do, it.
5: But do you, do you agree or disagree? Do you think well, he is or is I, not at this point?
0: So if he's not going to be the nominee, they have to force him out by September. And the reason why I say that is if they wait till after September, Kamala Harris is going to be the nominee. And there is a 0% chance that they want Kamala as the nominee. His, the, so the logic behind his opinion is Biden is too weak of an incumbent to be the, the standard bearer for Democrats in 2024. I don't disagree with that. I think Biden is going to be the weakest incumbent president in any of our lives. And I think he should lose. Not that he will, but I think he should lose. The, the problem is the protection on some level for Biden here, Buck, is Kamala would be an even worse candidate. So if they are going to try to force Biden out, they have to open up the primary process and allow an actual race to take place. So I I, I think it's the logical choice, Buck. I really do. I, but I think it has to happen by Labor Day.
5: All right. Well, I'm just, I'm doubling down on Biden's going to be the nominee, everybody. Just to be if clear. If I so, were betting
0: right now, I would go Biden nominee. Remember, okay. like a, maybe a month ago, I felt like the long knives were coming out when the Washington Post had their story yeah. about how awful, and then nothing really came of it. It kind of has faded. If they're going to force him out. And it would be a force out. Yeah, it has to happen by to, labor. To hand. be
5: clear, a, a true a, a true and sudden health issue of some kind. Yeah, that's different. that. I mean, that could still, but that can happen to literally any president. That could happen to anyone yeah. who is running for office. I mean, you know, God forbid, but you never know. But in terms of the political decision making and calculus, at this point, I think it I think it has to be. But you know what? We you know what we should do. Why don't we get Bill back on? Have Bill no, on next week. We should have him back
0: it. on because it has to happen. You agree with me? If it's going to happen, non health related. It would have to happen in the next 90 days or so because they would not want Kamala. If it happens next year, Kamala is the nominee, right? They don't want Kamala as a nominee. So the force out is to get a better choice.
5: Kamala is a worse choice than Biden. Can I tell you something I think some people think is crazy? And light up those lines with this uh, debate we're having here. 800-282-2882. I think Democrats think they have a better chance of getting Kamala elected president than they would Gavin Newsom. I really believe that. I think they think that she would be better. Let's let's we can let that marinate a little bit. I can explain yeah, why I'm a little bit. We come it. back. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to it in 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 a moment. Uh, but you know, the other week I got to host an in-depth interview online with an extraordinary market analyst, uh, with a name that I know well, Mason Sexton. He's also my dad. I'm look look. I'm very proud of his career, including what he's focusing on now, which he calls the Great Disruption of 2023. In the past, on TV, Dad predicted the stock market crash of 1987, the top of the market before the COVID crash. He's had many major calls that have been verified that are in print. What he sees coming now is unlike anything we've ever seen, and you can get in on it now so you know how to prepare and what to do. In this interview, he revealed the exact date, in fact, this July, when he thinks things turn ugly in the markets. We've already uh, already been seeing the signs of disruption, banks going under, real estate losing its value at a rapid rate, inflation causing sticker shock at the grocery store. My dad, Mason, will tell you why he thinks most analysts are wrong about a coming lost decade in stocks and why what's coming could be much worse in many ways. This is his first major prediction for the public in 30 years. If you missed it, the video is still up. You can watch it. Go check it out. The replay is available now at Disruption2023.com. That's Disruption2023.com.
0: Geek out with the guys on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to...
5: Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in
5: the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free
1: at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
4: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And
1: I'm Skip Bronson. tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
4: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way.
1: Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
2: your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge.
0: Okay, Chris Christie's announcing next week, Buck. We kind of talked about this. What, other than attacking Trump, what is the motive for him to enter this race? Because I don't think, I think his moment has passed. He had a moment. I, I, I think he primarily squandered it and then went and blew up Marco Rubio's presidential race. So there is a precedent for him just basically taking out someone else what other than trying to take out trump
5: what is chris christie doing here buck i think that it's one um this is what chris christie is all about he he wants to be out there rumbling in public right he wants to be part of the fight and in the spotlight again i think that's a big component of this which is true of a lot of politicians. You know, there has to, Clay and I always joke around, there's something a little off about anyone who could sit for three hours a day talking into a microphone. Like, you got to be a special type to just be like, I want to sit around and talk for hours a day. Uh, But also anybody who wants to get into, I I think it's even a a level above those who are willing to put themselves out there and get into politics at a high level where there's going to be the scrutiny, the pressure, the you know forces arrayed against them. So I think this is just he's a guy who likes the fight and he also really takes it very personally. Just so everyone remembers, I believe and I'm asking for a fact check from the team as I say this, but I believe Chris Christie was denied anything in the Trump administration because Jared Kushner had a father who was a convicted felon. And Chris Christie was the U.S. attorney who oversaw that conviction, uh, that felony conviction, which was later pardoned by Donald Trump, that conviction. And so I think when, you know, there are a lot of people in politics that have they have little feuds and things come and go. And as I've said, for example, before, I think Ted Cruz um, was a phenomenal ally of Trump when he was president, even though they had a bruising primary. And Ted did what was best for conservatism and best for the country. And I think I think Trump appreciated Cruz when he was president too. I think he was a an eloquent spokesman for many of the America First policies. Uh, Chris Christie, it's the opposite direction of he's he's the uh, you know the the feud is very real. Uh, this is not going away. Uh, I think he feels snubbed, but I think he wants to go after Trump. And what's interesting is you can tell like the problem with some of the others, whether it was Kasich or Rubio. Is that when they tried to get down in the mud, and I don't even think Marco Rubio, uh, would disagree with this. He's not comfortable in the mud. That's not where he lives. He's not a mud yeah. guy. You know, he's not a guy who likes to get into it that way. Chris Christie is. Yeah. He, he is happy to throw down with Trump in that way. So it could be quite a spectacle when they get on the debate stage, but even just in the media, the war of words in the media will be interesting.
0: Yeah. Also, I wonder if this makes it even more likely that Trump doesn't debate. Because if you think that Chris Christie is just in the race to attack you and that he's going to do to you what he tried to do to Marco Rubio, why would Trump step on the debate stage? Purely from. If Trump's got a lead and he knows. Look, a lot of these guys, I think, are. Whether it's Vivek, whether it's Tim Scott, whether it's Nikki Haley, there's a certain element of auditioning for the Trump administration, right? They're running for
5: VP or Secretary of State or fill in the blank. A hundred percent that's it's what it's
0: unlikely said. that if Trump were on the stage with them, they would really right. go after him aggressively.
5: What's interesting though is what you've had up to this point um is uh, and, look, I think Chris christies he's done a lot of appearances on MSNBC and telling Morning Joe, you know, so I, I do think we should have him on once he announces. I think that yeah, would be sure. interesting. I uh, want to hear him out on this one. I remember, and a lot of you Tea Partiers out there will remember this, too, uh, Christie was phenomenal at taking on, when I say Tea Partiers, it was around the same period of time, you know, 2011, 2010, uh, taking on the teachers' unions in New Jersey that were just just completely, uh you know, they were running the school system as their own little personal piggy bank and don't care about the kids at all, and he called that out. So he has, you know, he has that in him, he has that ability. Anyway, what I think is interesting from a political dynamics place, uh Clay, is you have people like Nikki Haley and Vivek who will attack DeSantis, Yep, right? And we've pointed out, they don't attack Trump, but they'll attack DeSantis. Okay, that's their call, their strategy, whatever. But the media narrative will be different when Chris Christie's in, because he's only going to be attacking Trump, I think. So you know, the having the having your second and third, uh, you know, tier, if you will, uh, sniping at DeSantis, there's going to be a different approach or a, a different media commentary when you have Chris Christie throwing haymakers at Trump, which is what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think it's less likely that Trump goes into the debate. Remember, that's happening as soon as August. So I mean, we're talking about we're about to be June, right? Tomorrow. So we're talking about just a couple of months away, 60 days from now. And I also think this could be, as you said, the first person to enter the race that is doing something other than trying to genuflect at Trump's altar. Someone who is legitimately against him. I have a lot of friends who are big Chris Christie people. Buck, I've never seen Chris Christie in a presidential campaign where I thought, oh, this guy looks like the president of the United States. He's always seemed kind of like a bomb thrower.
5: He's a brawler, and what's yeah. it, he's really the only person that you can think of who, you know, you know. Um, Remembering Jerry Maguire, when she's like, "I'm not as good as, at the insults as she is." Chris Christie may be as good at the, as the insults uh, at the insults as Trump is. We'll see. I think that's where this is headed.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+.
3: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
4: We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, he was on roadie, and uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? <laughs> and Pepper?
3: Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name
2: is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge.